Okay, so in this episode, I'm going to be talking all about bonuses. That is bonuses for your staff, whether it be a Christmas bonus, a sales bonus, a bonus days as we call them, all the kind of things that we like to give to our staff to make sure they feel rewarded and feel valued for the hard work they do for us. And I want to talk about in this episode why we do it, how we do it, and hopefully this will give you enough information to make the decision if you want to do that too. So the question is this, how do entrepreneurs like us who don't have an endless supply of cash, how do we leverage the best apps, virtual assistants, automation tools and systems to scale our businesses, increase our profits and have more time to do what we love to do each day? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Dr. Steve Day and this is Systemize Your Success. Okay, so this episode is being released just before Christmas, and that's what really inspired me to talk about bonuses. But this isn't just related to Christmas bonuses. I'm going to be talking about all the different bonuses we give our staff over the year. It's going to be quite a short episode, but hopefully it'll give you some insights and ideas that you may start using with your team, whether it be virtual or otherwise, if you don't already do some or all of these things. So the first one I'm going to kick off with is the 13-month bonus, as it's called in the Philippines, which is where most of my staff are. But for anyone else in the world, it's just a Christmas bonus, end-of-year bonus, whatever you want to call it. And I really got into the idea of doing this because in the Philippines, it's actually stated by law that a Filipino company has to give a a set amount of money each year to its staff. So people know what they're getting this and it's mandated, as I said, in law. Now, if you're a foreign company, uh, you're based in a different country, you're hiring someone on a contractual basis, you're not obliged to do this, but you've got to think that you're in competition with every company in the Philippines. And okay, you may be paying a bit more, but actually if you don't do the same things as everybody else, then maybe there'll be an ill feeling and people expect this. And when you don't do it, then it actually may uh, undermine some of that hard work you're putting in about building trust and rapport with people just because you don't understand the cultural um, ex- expectations that they people have. So you may not be thinking you're doing anything wrong, but you may not be meeting their expectations if you hire someone from the Philippines. And I'm sure other countries have similar sort of setups as well. So in the Philippines, um, a 30-month bonus, as it's called, is equivalent to one month's additional pay. So the way we do this, because our staff don't work fixed hours, they're not 40 hours a week every single week or 160 hours a month or whatever, they're not on a fixed wage. So it's not just a case of just paying them an extra month's wage. It varies week to week, month to month, how much work they do. And also, you know, staff may not have been with us for a year. So how do you then work out what they should get paid? Should they get paid you know, still a month's wage, a whole month's wage if they just started in November. That's quite a big bonus. I mean, they might leave on the 1st of January and you're just giving them basically double their wages. So to try to sort of get around some of these challenges that uh, we face and the questions I get asked from my clients about Christmas bonuses, we just do it really simply. We basically add up every how many hours they've worked over the course of the past year. So the past 12 months leading up to uh, the whatever date you're going to pay them. And we normally pay them at the beginning of December. And then we just work out how many months they've worked over that period. So if they've worked the full 12 months, then we divide the number of hours by the number of months and we get the average number of hours per month. And then we times that by the hourly rate. And that 
is what they get paid. If, on the other hand, they'd work for six months, then we'd add up the total number of hours they've worked and then still divide that by 12. So the person working six months would actually get paid half of the bonus of somebody who'd worked for 12 months. We think that's a fair way to do it, to make sure that people are rewarded for staying in the company for longer. We want people to stick around and we don't want to make it seem like we don't care about the people that actually give us their loyalty. And you may find that, you know, if someone's just started a month ago and they're not going to get very much at all. So you may add a bit on there. And that's typically what we do just to round up to a nice figure. So at least they get something, but we wouldn't give the same amount to somebody who started on the you know 14th of December to someone who started three, three years previously. So we work it out a bit of pro rata about how much they get for their end of year bonus. But the key thing is that we want to basically reward our staff for being uh, working hard and we want them to stick around in the long term. And if we give them a nice bonus at the end of the year, then that is a, a good incentive them to stick around till the next year, in our opinion. Um, and I give an example when actually this, this didn't go so well or we didn't actually hit the mark on this one. And I think this has been the lesson that I've learned and, and how I avoid the same thing happening ever again in the future. And that is that um, a couple of years ago, we uh, had to hold my hands up. The accounting in the company hadn't been done particularly well. And you know, being CEO, I have to take ultimate responsibility for that. Um, but what that meant was we didn't have uh, the right money in the right bucket, so to speak, ready to pay people and, and, and do what we need to do with money in a company. And one of the things that suffered as a result was uh, our, the ability for us to pay our staff their Christmas bonus. And, and that really hit the team hard. It was a, it was a really um, put a lot of negative feeling. Even though we just delayed it by a month, everyone expected it. It sort of, you know, in their eyes, they thought they were going to get it. There wasn't any indication they wouldn't do. And then in November, we said, look, we're not going to be able to pay it this month. We need to postpone it. And I think that's probably a, the wrong decision from my side. We could have uh, somehow managed to scrape the money together and pay that. And in hindsight, I think that was a, a bad choice. But it was a difficult time for us, a very, very difficult time for us financially. And, um, and thankfully, things you know aren't, aren't in that way now going forward. But to make sure that no matter what happens going forward, and, and if we have a glitch in the you know in income, we end up in a you know we have a mess up with something or whatever. Again, it could happen that we can actually protect that. And all we do is we put a ten percent of the wages every month that we pay, whatever we pay out in our wage every month, we put it into a separate bank account, and that means that, that is always covered. That's our Christmas bonus account. It's a bit like our VAT account or a tax account. It is untouchable. It's there, and that means that's protected for our team and you know our spending does not get um, get involved in that money. So that's a little top tip of where things didn't go right and how I avoid that ever happening again. So the next type of bonus, that's Christmas bonuses taken care of. The next type of bonus is sales-related bonuses. So we don't really have a sales team in our company. Most of our sales are either automatic, so people click on a link on a page and buy something, or I actually speak to most of our coaching clients. People come on to my elite coaching program or my more expensive programs, then I have a chat with them. You know, it's nice to meet people when you're going to be working with them for a few weeks or months um, on, a, on a fairly intimate level. And so um, I know I think it's a really good way to build rapport and see, do I want to work with this person? And do they want to work with me? And so I actually do most of those calls now. In the future, I may have a sales team. But even if I did, I would still do what I do now. And that is to reward the whole team when we do well. So every time we make a sale or you know a number of sales, we just have a little bonus that goes out to everybody in the team. Doesn't matter if they're an admin or if they're in the operations or if they're in HR, everybody gets a bonus. And it's usually related to the their wage. So if they're on particularly, you know, if they're 
a manager or something on a, on a higher wage, then we give those little people a little bit more. So it's a relative uh, relative to their income. But we try to give people a fair wage across across the board, regardless of what role they have and how long they've been in the company as well. So you know, we, if people are starting the company and then we're doing well with some sales, they might get a really good um, few months of extra extra bonuses. And I think it's just a really good way to celebrate the successes we have in in the business that's driving the business forward that's keeping the jobs open or keeping you know the business going therefore giving people those careers and those um vocations that people want and so we celebrate it and we also talk about our sales so every week we have a team meeting on a tuesday and every week one of the kpis that we talk about openly is the number of sales and we talk about you know so 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 people know you know when we're doing well they know that actually we're we're, we're um we've made a sale we've made a few sales they know they're going to get a little bonus as well which sort of like gets all you know the, the spirits up and everything like that and i think it's a really nice way to bring the team together and to just acknowledge that it's not just the sale that actually made the sale, especially, you know, when you've got clients who are coming back month after month or they purchased new products from us, they did that because the team, the company served that client when they came in the first time. And now they now they, they were so impressed, they've come and bought another product from us. And that's a massive, um, I think a very, uh, I think that needs to be acknowledged that the whole team brings that together. The people there, that for everything from HR to operations to, um, to backend finances, the web designer, everything, it all comes together. And if everybody realizes that, then everybody works together to make our company better. And therefore they see that they will get rewarded as a direct result. The more clients we get as a result of the better service and products that we can offer our clients. So I actually got this idea from a great book called, um, it doesn't have to be like that at work. I think it's called, it's by the the guys who um, founded Basecamp. And it's all about their, their manifesto, their policies they have in their management policies. And one of them is about rewarding everybody in the company through sales, not having high paid sales executives that sort of get the lion's share of any profits made on any sale because they acknowledge like I do that actually sales is a team uh, team sport. Uh, and I'm not going to say I'm never going to reward anybody for making sales, um, but I'm saying that everybody in the team should also be rewarded um, every single time we make some sort of sale. Cool. Um, so the last bonus I want to talk about is bonus days. And this is the one thing that I think a lot of people struggle with the idea of this when you're hiring uh, remote workers, virtual assistants on a part-time ad hoc basis. What do you do about holidays? Or what do you do about sick pay or bank holidays? Like, how do you cope with all that? And again, it's in my eyes, a lot of it's to do with how you want to be seen or how you want to be, to be um, appreciated by your team. Do you want to provide a supporting environment, a supportive environment, one that is in balance with them having a decent quality of life, one which doesn't mean they are getting burnt out because they're working consistently without taking time off, or they actually don't feel that they can take time off because, you know, if if, if they take three days off this week, it means they're not going to get paid for three days. And therefore, they might just have to keep on working anyway, because even if you are paying them a, you know, relatively good wage for their country of um, origin, then actually they may be the only breadwinner in the whole family, an extended family. And they may be supporting a lot of people um, just so... And for them to not get that money and for them just taking a holiday would probably not be seen uh, very um, kindly by by their by people in their family, possibly. And this is I am I am um, 
speculated to some extent, but I have obviously spoken uh, to our team about this. And I've been working with people from places like the Philippines for about five years. So um, these are sort of my my thoughts, but I'm not going to say these are, these are uh, concrete, these are opinionated. These are my opinions, I should say. And But the main thing here is how we do this. How do we actually deal with this? Now, we've had lots of debates with our team about things like bank holidays. We used to give uh, 10 set bank holidays a year, and they were all in the Philippines holidays. Some of them crossed over because of Christian holidays and things. But, you know, in, the, in Sweden, for example, where I live, Christmas Day is really the 24th. So if you were an English person and or so if I was a Swedish person, sorry, and I happened to live in England and I was working for an English company or whatever. Sorry, if I, I start again, if I was a Swedish person working for a British company and they forced me to go to work on the 24th and gave me the 25th off, I'd be pretty annoyed because my family celebrated Christmas already. And the 25th here in Sweden is, is sort of the Boxing Day. And so the same thing happened when we were working with people in the Philippines. But even within the people in the Philippines, they all wanted different days off. Some of them had one religion. Some of them had other or felt other more strongly about certain days, whether political days or, or bank holidays or religious days. And so it ended up in this almost like a fight about which days they should have off. And so I just decided I'd scrap the whole lot. So they got no bank holidays off. But instead, they got bonus days. And bonus days is something we had previously, but we extended it to cover bank holidays. And let me explain how bonus days work. So really simply, if somebody works for us for a set number of hours, they get a bonus day. It's like a reward for the number of hours they work. They can then use that bonus day to take a day off for any reason. That could be sick day. It could be a, what are they called, duvet day. If they just want to have a, a lazy day. Or it could be because they want to take it off on a specific bank holiday that's important to them. Whatever the reason they want to take that time off, it's theirs. It's just like a holiday. And they get one bonus day for every 80 hours they work. So that equals around 24 days a year they get if they work full time. So that's 24 days off, but that covers sick and bank holidays and uh, holidays as well. So depending on which country you're in, you may think that's generous or you may think that's not so generous. Every country has different amounts of holidays. So you can gauge that depending on how you feel about how many days somebody should be able to take off in a given year to have a healthy, happy lifestyle without having to sacrifice things because they're losing out on their wages and to have just the freedom to you know, enjoy some free time and de-stress and, de and, and have that time off that's so needed for people to come back to work feeling energized. So again, just to repeat, this is one thing that sometimes people do get hung up on. The bonus days is one day off for every 80 hours worked. Then that means that if someone works full-time, they get more days off than if they work part-time and they earn them quicker. And also if they work overtime, they earn more days quicker. So therefore they're getting sort of a reward for doing that extra work as well. So it's a really good incentive for people. And they, we, they can use those for any anything they want. And you can adjust that by simply adjusting the number of hours that you make them work to earn each day off. So that's it. So that's my quick summary of the three big bonus types that we give in our company that we've uh, have been doing now for the past few years. And the sales bonus is actually the most recent one that happened about a year ago. And again, I said, as I said, that was after re reading that great book by the authors or the founders of Basecamp, which is, uh, it doesn't have to be like that work or it doesn't have to be crazy at work, I think it's called. Um, so bonus days for, end, sorry, end of year pay, 
or any of your bonuses, sales, sales bonuses and bonus days. So that's it for today. Please remember to hit subscribe right now while you remember to do it. And also please leave us a review. If you're listening to this on iTunes or Spotify or whatever, just take two seconds, hit the button now, go into the app and just leave us a quick review and some stars. Let us know how we're getting on. It means the world to me to read those re- reviews. So, so please just take two minutes now and do that. It'd be massively appreciated. Thanks very much. Take care. Thank you so much for joining me and listening to this episode. I'm well aware there are hundreds of great business podcasts out there and you chose to listen to this one. And for that, I am truly grateful. Hopefully what you heard today took you one step closer to building a successful business so you can share your passion with the world and serve an ever-growing number of people. If you got value out of today's episode, then so will someone else you know. By sharing with others what has helped you along your way, you will grow your influence and be the guy or girl that everybody wants to know. So please hit the share button right now and also remember to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss future episodes. It's impossible for me to cover absolutely everything in these podcasts. So please do head over to systemizeyoursuccess.com right now and download the show notes, transcriptions and some of my best frameworks and systems for free. Thanks again for tuning in and being a part of this amazing community. Until next time, this is Dr. Steve Day and you've been listening to Systemize Your Success. Your Success.